are so excited to be chatting again with you all today. Hi guys. We're back. <laughs> Sid and I are just loving this because we just sit on the floor in her room. Yeah. And we're only living with each other for a couple more months, which is so bittersweet. But yeah, we just are cherishing this time to hang out and then share with y'all what God is doing in our life. Um, yeah, honestly, we have a sweet devotional and some sweet um, qualities of God that we kind of want to just share with you guys today. So Sid, do you want to hop in and share the devotional with them? Yeah, Amazing. I love that. Um... The devotional book Mm -hmm. is called My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. And if you're looking for a devotional, if you're looking for um, just something really sweet to maybe add part of your quiet time and just Mm -hmm. really spend um, time being challenged, I've been really challenged by this devotional. Which I feel like a lot of devotionals are, like, super sweet and bring a lot of, like, refreshment and, like, refinement. But I feel like with this devotional specifically, it's, like, really challenged my thinking and challenged a lot of kind of just the ways that I, like, process or think Mm -hmm. of things um, and kind of connect things. So this one is called The Source of Abundant Joy. Mm -hmm. And the scripture that it's based off of is Romans 8.37, which says... In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Paul was speaking here of the things that might seem likely to separate a saint from the love of God. But the remarkable thing is that nothing can come between the love of God and a saint. The things Paul mentioned in this passage can and do disrupt the close fellowship of our soul with God and separate our natural life from him. But none of them is able to come between the love of God and the soul of a saint on the spiritual level. The underlying foundation of the Christian faith is the undeserved, limitless miracle of the love of God that was exhibited on the cross of Calvary, a love that is not earned and can never be. Paul said, this is the reason that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are superior, super victors. Sorry, not superior. We are super victors with a joy that comes from experiencing the very things which look as if they are going to overwhelm us. Huge waves that would frighten an ordinary swimmer produce a tremendous thrill for the surfer who has ridden them. Let's apply that to our own circumstances. The things we try to avoid and fight against, tribulation, suffering, and persecution, are the things that produce abundant joy in us. We are more than conquerors through him in all these things, not in spite of them, but in the midst of them. A saint doesn't know the joy of the Lord in spite of tribulation, but because of it. Paul said, I am exceedingly joyful in all our tribulation, 2 Corinthians 7, 4. The undiminished radiance, which is the result of abundant joy, is not built on anything passing, but on the love of God that nothing can change. And the experiences of life, whether they are everyday events or terrifying ones, are powerless to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Romans 8.39. Wow, that's really comforting. Okay, as you're reading that, Sid, um, I thought of, I would say like a couple weeks ago over spring break, I was meditating on Psalm 34. I'm actually going to pull it up um, because, yeah, it just brought a lot of peace to my heart how I feel like the Bible over and over again talks about um, how God delivers us and delivers us from sin, delivers delivers us from our troubles, from our fears, all the things. And I just saw that David, you know, he just cries out to God for deliverance. He also has received deliverance. But then um, I'm kind of going through the Psalms right now. And so I'm seeing an up and down roller coaster of crying out to God to be delivered and then praising God for deliverance. And then crying out to God again to be delivered from something and then praising God for the deliverance. And I mean, I think that that's so real in all of our lives as life is just honestly a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely some things where I'm like, God, I just still don't feel delivered from this yet. And I see that you do deliver because I have seen so many things he's delivered me from in my life and in my walk with him so far. But it can definitely be discouraging when I'm like, why am I not delivered from X, Y, and Z yet? Yeah. Um, and basically I looked up the, um, let's see. I looked up the definition of deliverance in the Blue Letter Bible and it was basically talking about as we go we are equipped or as we go we are delivered Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay if I'm being delivered so Psalm 34 4 says I sought the Lord and he answered me he delivered me from all my fears so I'm like okay God will I still have fear so that I'm kind of like if I just take that as it is I'm like I'm not delivered from all my fears though because I still have fear like I'm in a broken fleshly state the enemy is very real and can be very loud and so kind of just really diving into this like yes it's comforting that God delivers us from our fears he commands us not to fear so then I'm like God why why do I not feel delivered by certain fears and then when I looked up that definition it was talking about how actually you are equipped as you go from your fears so it was really comforting because I was like okay I'm going to face fear I'm going to experience fear I'm human and like as believers Satan tries to plant fear in our minds every chance he gets he is the thief that comes to steal kill and destroy but Jesus came so that we may have life and have it abundantly so I'm like from fear I then am equipped delivered and like you said in those verses said more than conquerors like yes at the forefront these fears that maybe you know or anxieties that maybe still grip me from time to time I'm like okay God you've set me free from a lot but there's still things I'm not set free from but even in the midst of that that at the surface, it looks like that would defeat me. But like God's word over and over again says that I am more than a conqueror of those things. And mm-hmm. I'm equipped amidst them yeah. instead of in spite of them. Like you said, instead of just yeah. the absence of them doesn't mean that God is like going to bring more joy exactly. or that there's going to be more happiness or you're going to be healed in a certain situation. Or mm-hmm. God's like, I'm still just as good even in the midst of them. Yeah. And again, when you say, like, the sufferings and the trials, like, those are the things we want to avoid. But when I look back, like, even though I didn't want to be enduring them in the moment, those were the things that drew me closest to Jesus and grew my intimacy with him. And so at the end of the day, I'd rather be closest to him as I am now than have not, you know, than just have the easy road and not yeah. have had those things happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted mm-hmm. to share that. That really, That's really popped good. into my head when you were 
as you were sharing that, what mm-hmm. popped in my head, I've been just like, I, I love the whole Bible, but I feel like in certain seasons mm-hmm. of my life, which I know you can attest to this too, and um, I'm sure those of you listening um, can relate as well, but the Lord just like speaks different things in different scriptures in different seasons of mm-hmm. our life. Which I think is so sweet and just, like, speaks so fully to Mm. the fact that the Bible is alive and active. Mm. Like, you think of um, sweet, sweet believers and followers of Christ that literally spend their whole day, every day, like, studying the Bible. Like, that's their job. (laughs) And, like, then they, like, teach on it. Mm -hmm. So you think of, like, pastors or um, leadership ministry, um, even, like, biblical, like, theological professors and, like, all these things. And I'm, like, well, like, if someone spent 24 hours a day, Mm. 365 days a year, for 80 years, they're still not going to know everything there is to know, like, about God, A, and B, about, like, His truth. Mm. Like, there are foundational parts that, like, we because of God's grace and mercy and, like, what Jesus did on the cross, Mm -hmm. like, what we get to, like, cling to and, like, hold on to, but I just think it's so sweet, and I've been just spending a lot of, like, unhurried time in Psalms 23, um, and if you haven't read it, would highly recommend, um, you reading it, but just the first line says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, um, and just, speaks to the goodness and faithfulness of the Lord. And um, there's a commentary that I read on in it, and it says, The great confidence which believers have in God. If the Lord is my shepherd, my feeder, I may conclude I shall not want anything that is really necessary and good for me. Mm -hmm. If David penned this psalm before his coming to the crown, though destined to it, He had as much reason to fear wanting as any man. Once he set, excuse me, once he sent his men a begging for him to Nabal, and another time went himself a begging to Alamek, and yet when he considers that God is his shepherd, he can boldly say, I shall not want. Mm. Let those, let not those fear starving that are God's, finding and have him for their feeder. More is implied than is expressed. Not only I shall not want, but I shall be supplied with whatever I need. And if I have not everything I desire, I may conclude that it is either not fit for me or not good for me, or I shall have it in due time. And that makes me think too, even as you're talking taste of like, and going back to, to this sweet devo of, it says, the undiminished radiance, which is the result of abundant joy, is not built on anything passing, but on the love of God that nothing can change. It's in the here and the now. It's Mm. not looking back and saying, oh my gosh, I wish, like, it's not living Mm -hmm. a life of the past and it's not living a life of the future. It's not looking back and saying, oh, I wish my life was like this, or this season was really sweet, and I wish that was like now, or mm-hmm. looking to the future and saying, Wow, like I really wish this would happen, or like just having 
like the focus on the here and the now Mm -hmm. and like how many things throughout my day do I like miss out on because I'm thinking of the next thing or like the next day or um the next season Mm -hmm. how many things even in this winter have I missed because I'm thinking like oh I just like I can't wait for it to be spring you know Mm -hmm. but like how many things do we kind of let not enter our souls because Mm -hmm. the undiminished radiance is the result of the abundant joy that's not built on anything passing and it makes me think of um the quality of God that is um so sweet that I've been um just learning more about is um immutable which means God unchanging Mm. um and I'll say that again immutable God unchanging Um, He doesn't change. He is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. Um, And he is the God. um, In Revelation 1.8, it says, the God who is, the God who was, and the God who is to come. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love that because no matter what things change in our life, no matter what suffering or tribulation Mm -hmm. or things that may hit us, and even in Psalm 23, David is talking and he's saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake, not our own. Um, And even though, and then he goes, so he goes into like, what is true? We are going to face tribulation, suffering, persecution, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, meaning it's not stagnant. We're not stuck there. Mm, We're walking and we're with Jesus. It doesn't say, it doesn't read, even though I sit in the valley of the shadow of death. It says, Mm. even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, then what what does it say? I will fear no evil. Why? Mm. Because you are with me. God is with us no matter what. And it is just a shadow. And in the commentaries I was reading, um, it was so sweet to be reminded like, yes, it might feel like you're literally being met with so much suffering, so much tribulation, so many trials. You might be in a tumultuous season of your life, um, or have been there before. Um, but knowing that they're just shadows, Mm -hmm. a shadow of a sword cannot kill a shadow of a dog or a wolf cannot bite it is merely a shadow um and knowing that there's a shadow there a shadow of the valley of death Mm -hmm. um knowing that in order for a shadow to happen I think back when I was like a little girl playing on the playground and I'm like figuring out what shadows are and that when I move my arm my shadow Mm -hmm. moves its arm and it's like my shadow But in order for there to be a shadow, there has to be light, which is even more reference and sweetness and points to the fact that, like, Jesus is ever with us. He is ever present. And um, I just love that David has kind of this dichotomy in this psalm of, hey, these are the things that the Lord leads us in. He wants us to um, be beside still waters. He wants to restore our soul. And amidst all of that, what is truth 
is that we are going to face trials. Um, we are going to face um, tribulation. Um, but it's so sweet to think God provides for his people, not only for food and rest, but for refreshment and also pleasure. And um, even when we are in a valley season, um, there is the promise that he is with us and that he is walking with us and that we're not going to stay there. And I just want to encourage um, myself, Tace, and whoever listening, because I need to hear this uh, myself, um, whatever you're walking through, like it's, it's not going to last forever. Um, because on this side of heaven, there isn't eternity. Um, and I think that's something that I often forget about. Um, and I zoom in super, super small. And when I just remember that Jesus says, look up child, Mm -hmm. And I take a second and I look up and I'm reminded of the big vastness and goodness of God. Um, it like makes me emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how many times throughout my day? And I'm like, God, like, I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I miss you. And like so many things mm-hmm. because I am like running from one thing to the next without mm-hmm. taking a breath or. I haven't like fully processed a really sweet moment or um, whatever it may be. I just, I don't want to miss God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also don't want to go a day without telling him that I love him. Um, and I don't want to go a day without, no matter how hard my day has been, no matter how hard, um, you know, a season of life has been. I pray that I would be grateful through it all, knowing that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil because his rod and his staff, they comfort us, um, which is his leading and his direction and his protection and his discipline that is tender and gentle, but also fierce and bold because he wants to protect and provide. Um, And that's what he does. That's who he is because he is love and I see so much goodness in all of that. Wow. So encouraging, Sid. Um, sorry, I'm just like sitting in the back. It is really sweet. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about the we shall not want in Psalm 23, yeah. then I thought of a different psalm, which this is kind of a sweet story I'll share that um, I've actually never read this psalm until about Psalm 63, a different one, until about a week ago. And I went to a park near where we live. It's like one of my favorite places to go to just spend time with God. And it's been so warm outside. It's yeah. just a little cherry on top. So that's just been really refreshing to be outside and spending time with God. And I was encouraged by a friend to ask God to romanticize my heart. And that's something that Sid also always encourages me to do. And this other friend, Kelsey, if you're listening, we love you. Kelsey yes, literally Kels. slays. KJ. She's so wise. And she just... also has a blog, Cutie website. Yes. So Wait, we'll link the blog. Yeah. Or like post about it, share it on the Instagram or something. Because yeah. she has so much wisdom on there too. And she's Even so more sweet encouragement. And one of the besties. And I got to live with her all last summer. It was just the bestest thing ever. So anyways, <laughs> she was like, Taste, you need to... Ask God to romanticize your heart. Like, I know you have, but 
keep doing it. And I'm just like, okay. So then I went to this park and I was walking towards this picnic table kind of thing. Yeah. And then some guy was walking over there. So I was like, okay, uh, I got to skirt over to a different location because we were like walking to it at the same time. I uh, just been a little silly awkward. Of yeah. Who's going to sit here? Yeah. So then I just kept walking the other way and I had like my Bible and my journal in hand and then I just found this bench. The bench had writing on it, but I didn't see what writing was on there. And so I like set myself down and I was just praying like about all the things, but also for God to romanticize my heart. And it was just a beautiful day in and of itself. So I was like, okay, God, like nothing's happening, but like you're still so amazing because, um, it's like so beautiful outside and your creation is phenomenal. And like, I just knew like I had peace of like, even if I don't see something crazy happen in a single moment, because I just heard people pray that prayer and like truly like radical things happen. Like Sid, you can share your story if you want to. Like Kelsey was sharing me her story of like God romanticized my heart. And she's like, I like, she's like, I can't make this up. And like, basically just really sweet, crazy things like in creation happened that it was like the water was still. And then all of a sudden, like, so many fish started flying. Like, what? Out of nowhere. Like, she's like, that doesn't just happen when it's still water. And then she's like, God, I'm my heart. Waits two minutes. And then there's like hundreds of fish flying. Like, that doesn't just happen. So I was like, okay, well, are there going to be a bunch of squirrels? Like, I don't know <laughs> what I'm supposed to be looking at here. And I'm like, even if I don't see something like crazy in this moment, like, God, you're still so good. I know that when you do romanticize my heart, whether it's in the next two seconds or in the next year, you're going to make it so clear that's from you. So I just continued on with my quiet time. And then when I was getting up from the bench, there's this verse, Psalm 63, 7, written on it. It was like a memorial for someone. I was like, are you literally kidding me? Like, I wasn't even going to sit here. And so I go to Psalm 63, 7. I'll read that first. It says, because, because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. And I was like, well, that was really sweet. Like, so sweet. why? Not because my circumstances are good, I sing in the shadow of your wings. Or not because God is giving me X, Y, and Z that I'm longing for, I sing in the shadow of your wings. No, God, because you are my help, mm-hmm. I sing in the shadow of your wings. Like, in spite of all those things. Exactly. In spite of what is good, in spite of what is bad, again, God stays the same. His heart for us, his comfort, his presence, his truth stays the same. So that was really sweet. And then I continue on to read, all of Psalm 63, it's only 11 verses, so I'm going to share. But, like, legit, it was exactly to, I can't, I literally can't even explain, to a T, what my heart needed to hear. Wow. That, like, in that moment, after the co- topic of conversation that I had with Kelsey, the way she was encouraging me, then she said, like, ask God to romanticize your heart. Then I just felt drawn to go spend time with him. Like, I'd already done my quiet time that morning, but I just had a window in the day and God's like you don't have anything till this time like you don't really have homework you don't have, like you already finished your work for the day like what are you gonna go do and mm. he's like you're gonna go spend time with me and I was like oh this is kind of fun like yeah. this doesn't normally happen then all that happens and I literally read this psalm and my mouth drops open I'm like oh my gosh like that's exactly what I need to hear wow. and I just think it'll be encouragement to everyone especially with when we are in want or we are longing for whatever it may be, a relationship or a different circumstance, a different season of life. Like you said, like a job, you name it. Yeah. Like it can just feel like, God, I'm in lack or like, mm. why are you not giving me this? Why are you not filling mm. the desires of my heart? Especially when we're longing for things that 
do align with his heart. You know, it's not like we're just longing for some selfish thing all the time. Like maybe a circumstance to change or relationship that is Christ-centered. Like those are such good desires that God wants us for us too. But in the commentary, whatever you were saying of like, it might from his perspective, because he's all knowing, he's the king of all kings. He's on the throne. Like even if it's an innately good desire, it might not be good for us today might not be good for us ever or in due time. Right. And so that was just really refreshing of like, God, why do I still like, why do I still feel often that I'm in want when what is true is that I'm not? Okay, I'm just going to read this so that it kind of all comes together. So it says, Psalm 63, you God are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there's no water, I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied, as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God will glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. And I just go back to, it's like, what, what is it that we thirst for? Like, David is saying it's that we thirst for God, that our whole being longs for him. Like, that truly is what we're desiring when yeah. we're feeling like, we're being deprived or we're in want of something else. God or was like, something's not being met. Yes. Like, just so comforting of how gentle. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Gentle and Lowly right now. Highly recommend my view of God's love is being drastically shifted even after, like, already walking in a relationship with him. Yeah. For, I mean, barely any time. But still, like, the past couple of years has, yeah. my life has radically changed. So it's like, I've changed because of God's love. Like, I know God's love. And yet still... I'm just in awe how I honestly wasn't giving his love enough credit and how small I was viewing his love to be. So highly recommend Gentle and Lily. But I just feel like the father so gently is like, hey, I see you and your feelings are so valid that you're in want. But actually what you're in want of most even over that thing is me. And that's just so frame because I'm like, yes, I'm still in want for these different things or these different situations or circumstances or whatever seasons changing in my life coming here soon. But I'm like, but God is available to me now and for forever. I don't have to wait for God to give to me. Like he just is there ready to give. We just yeah. have to receive it. And so that's just so frame where I'm like, okay, God, I want to receive these other things. But in the midst, and if even if you never provide those other things, you're still good. But in the midst of the waiting and for forever, you are what I desire most. You are what I thirst for. You are what I long for. And I think I just needed to remember truth in that. Mm-hmm. Of like, we actually don't lack anything and we don't, we shall not want because of Jesus. Yeah. Even in seasons where physically as humans in like our finite brains, we're like, but God, like, why are you not providing here? Like, why do I feel deprived here kind of thing? Yeah. Ooh, that's good. That is a word. (laughs) I'm like, praise God. (laughs) It's good. It was really convicting, but really comforting at the same time. That's so sweet. Actually, I'm complete and fulfilled 
and fully satisfied now because of Jesus. Like, yes, that's what is true and will always be true, no matter what comes mm-hmm. and goes and changes and all of it. Yeah, and even being reminded of like he like meets all of our needs, mm-hmm. like every need, and to think too that like there are days that I go by Mm. without like recognizing that the Lord is meeting my needs Mm. because I'm so consumed in the wanting and the desiring and the goes back it's why that line is so convicting the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want if God is truly my shepherd like I must be a sheep you know, like I must be like gentle and like I have to be able to be like be led and like I have to be able to like be taught like how to like live life in humble abundance of his glory mm. and how to steward all of that back to him, not myself. Mm-hmm. Like sheep don't take credit for anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So like I need to be a sheep. <laughs> I like, we it, are sheep, but, like, I need to be more I like a sheep. I say I am sheepy. <laughs> like, literally, I'll just be, like, it'll just hit me. I'm, like, I'm literally such a sheep. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm desperate. I need Jesus all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm such a sheep. Like, that's just what I think of. But, Sid, when you were saying that, I legit, guys, I looked at Sid and I was, like, <sighs> because it's so true. How often do we go through our days not even recognizing at all? Like, who God is, is he's going to continue to supply all my needs, whether I realize he's supplying them or not. Yeah. Again, I'm such a sheep. I don't even recognize it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so convicting. I'm like, I am so sorry, God. Like, you're supplying all my needs. And then here I am just being like, I want this, and I want this, and I want but this. But he brings restoration and refreshment mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. allows us to live life in, like, his creation and creativity and think even thinking, too, like, how many things that I'm just, like, continuously learning about Jesus and um, had a really sweet moment um, the other day and would love to just, like, read these things and I just pray that they would be reminders of God's faithfulness or maybe just be a reminder of a season where you really felt God's faithfulness or a reminder in this current present here and now like what God like is doing and Mm. what he has for us and he's not withholding any of this any of these things he is not withholding from us he gives freely and generously and mercifully and I just I talk I could talk all day about Mm. all these things so the faithfulness of my love Jesus healing protection provision friendship restoration Mm. redemption Gold filling, new creation, making me like you, likeness of God, comfort, contentment in my Mm. unbelief, reminding, whispering, anointing, blessing, um, covering, contending, filling, pouring, calling out into faith and trust, strength, endurance, perseverance, passion, tenderness, gentleness, humility, safety, intimacy, presence, Before, beside, behind, above, below. Freedom, justice, mercy, love, grace, 
leading, abiding, dwelling, walking, moving, stillness, posture, beauty, purpose, creation, creative, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, self-control, processing, inheritance, gifting, rest, emotion, feeling, change, plans, seasons, life stages, work, volunteer, service, generosity, uniqueness, newness, in the wilderness, identity, rooting, uprooting, using, glory, truth, foundation, mm-hmm. and so many more. <laughs> mm, that's good. So, and like you said, he doesn't withhold any of that from us. Again, that's where we, I feel like God, just as I've been walking with him, like continuously reveals to me, like, I'm here, I'm ready to give to you all day, every day, but are you receiving from me? Like I've said it before, I'll say it again, because I need reminding all the time. God's like, hey, like, you're just not receiving what I have for you to receive. Because he's, if he's not withholding it, then he's clearly giving it to us. And how often, like, he could be, like, I just can't even wrap my head around how patient he is. Like, he could be like, bro, literally my word says this, like, get it together and just, like, go to the truth. Like, in my human nature, that's the way I do, like, when I fall short. Or, like, when others fall short. I'm like, God's word says this, like, get it together. And God's like, it's okay, daughter. Like, I really see your heart, and I know you long for these things, and I know you're struggling here, and I know this, and I know that. But, you know, I'm here. Like, you'll be there for forever, like, and ever, and ever. He's just like, just come to me. And yet he so patiently waits for us. Like, he waits for us to meet with him. He waits for us to come to him. Like, the king of all kings wants to meet with you today and every day and every second of every day. Like, think about that. Like, the one that formed you in your mother's womb. Like, he created you and he wants to meet with you. Like, I encourage you, get into his word day in and day out. Like, oftentimes, too, the longing of these things is because... Where do we go? Where's our source? Okay, if he's not withholding, how do I get it? How do I get it? Okay, it's not like always like some tangible thing, but it's a heart posture and a soul, like where the state of our soul as far as like what we're believing to be true about ourselves and about God and what our mind, what what are we filling our minds with? It's like, okay, we need to be going to the source and supply of life, which is Jesus. And John 1 says that Jesus is also the word, like God gives us his word to speak directly to us it's not a set of rules it's literally life it's guidelines yes and direction all things but it's Mm -hmm. also he's like you shall not want here you go you hungry in abundance i'm gonna fill you literally his word is greater than the food we eat each day like man shall not live by bread alone but every word Word that that comes comes from from the the mouth of god God. it's like yeah i'm hungry i should probably go like eat some cereal for breakfast but even more than I need that cereal, I need God's word every single yeah. morning. Otherwise, yeah. my heart, my mind, my soul is just not going to be filled as God wants it to be filled. Yeah. So good. You're right now. Jason and I are both sitting here like, I'm getting fired <laughs> up. Fist in the air. <laughs> like, let's go. I just love it. And even like, as you were saying that, I think of what does majesty look like to you? Mm. Like, when have you experienced the majesty, the royal, like, we're, we're all royals. Like, like, 
the fact that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father but calls us his daughters and yet we're like queens and like treats us like queens. I'm like, all you listening, you deserve to be treated like a queen. So if anyone's not treating you like mm. a queen, you need to say, um, no, thank you. Goodbye. Very gracefully and yes, as amen. you would do. Yes, um, amen. But you deserve to be treated like what is the queen, queen that you are. A king. Yes. And amen. Just um, take that into account for a minute. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I feel a little... Relationship what the, podcast. What is the example of a king? Soon. The king himself, Jesus. Yes and amen. Our only comparison point should be Jesus. Not the girl you just saw on Instagram or mm. the mom on Pinterest or um, the lady next door, even though mm. she's so cute. <laughs> like, the, the sin of, like, envy and mm. how that can root into our lives so much can be broken by the freedom of what does Jesus' majesty mm-hmm. look like? And how is he bestowing majesty onto us? And what beauty is waiting to emerge in all of that? Mm-hmm. In and through us, because, not of us, but because of him. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good stuff. And like, how does Jesus view us? Yeah. We didn't will ourselves to be here. We are not on this throne. Yeah. We are not the creator of the world. We are not in control of the universe and time and all the things. And, like, we just, if you think about it, we just are really not that in control, like, at all. Like, I didn't think to create heaven and earth and will a bunch of humans to, like, be sinful, but then I would send my son down to die for them. Like, really? I didn't think of that. So that we could be reconciled to him and have eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Like, recognizing that we are sinners that need a Savior, that our sin separates us from God, that is our natural state. But, like you said, Sid, like, because he died on the cross, that is what reconciles us to him, like, believing in that, trusting in that, choosing to be in relationship with the Father. Um, Heaven. Yeah. So, it just makes me think, like, when those lies start to come in about me, or comparison, or envy, or jealousy, or even, like, God. Why am I in lack right now? God's like, well, how do what about I this? see this? Yeah. How do I see you? How does the king of the universe, the one that's really in control, even though I want to be in control, how does he see me and all that is going on? Yeah. Probably a lot different than I tend to view it. Yeah. Which just, I, I don't want to view it the way I view it. Like I said, I'm a little sheep. I didn't create the world. Like, <laughs> I should probably be, view, be viewing things the way the creator of the entire um world views it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what universe, all the stars, the all the galaxies. Right oh, we're I'm feeling yeah. spunky right now. Yeah, me too. Oh my I'm like, what? It makes me think like, when when are moments in our days, our lives that we're not living in our inheritance that's set at the right hand of the Father? Well, that just makes me want to cry. And who who reigns above it all? How much throughout my day? I'm like, I'll be the oh. first one to raise my hand today and be like, today I have not thought about that until this moment. And I'm like, oh, like. We, and also just in, like, honoring and, like, encouraging other people around us and, like, sweet friends and, like, being the light and the salt of the earth. And recognizing when our friends and our brothers and sisters in Christ are listening to lies. Like, literally, just now, before this podcast, I was, like, ruminating over a situation and a thought and was just overthinking something. And it was, like, the enemy's way of, like, bringing doubt into my life. 
And Cindy goes, um, hi, so I'm going to set you free from this. Like, spoke truth over it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, well, she has the Holy Spirit. So she actually has the power and the authority to set me free from things. Thank you, Jesus, for a friend like her. Like, just reminding me, taste. Like, your feelings are valid, but what is true of this situation? Like, let what is true be everything, like, be your foundation. Because then when the lies come in and the doubt, like, it just falls right off. Like, it just has no hold. It's just, it's like little, it tries to, like, come at you. It's like a little arrow. Boop. It just bounces right off of you. Like, Mm -hmm. you are shielded in truth. So anything else that flies your way, it's like, okay, it just fell off. It doesn't stick. Like, it can't stick Mm -hmm. when truth is what we're, like, clothing ourselves in and what we're walking in and what we're standing on. I mean, there's going to, for sure, like I said, the fear is going to be there. The doubts, the lies, anxieties are going to be there, but they're not going to stick when we're grounded in truth. Yeah. Oof, that's good. Thanks for being that friend for me to say that. Of course. It's, like, the biggest honor. And, like, truly, I, like, live Mm. for moments like that. And, like, that is, like, something, too, that I want, I feel led to share. Let me flip and see if I can find it. Um, the, the posture of asking the Holy Spirit to provoke in us what God wants to reveal to us and sitting with it and feeling the fullness of it. Wow. Like, even talking about, like, busyness mm-hmm. and, like, laziness. So, like, apathy and, like, being, or just, like, being, like, so busy. I know, like, Tace and I can speak firsthand to this, literally right now in this season, of, like, the busyness of life, and I feel like anytime you, like, kind of, like, have small talk with someone, it's like, oh my gosh, hey, how are you doing? And it's like, the answer might be, like, oh my gosh, I'm just so busy, or I'm so tired, or, like, whatever it is, and I'm like, well, how can we, like, uproot that to then say, wow, what margins of our time are we allowing to not be filled with God? That's convicting. And, like, sitting in the fullness of things. Like, Mm. me just, like, sitting and, like, I'm like, I need to do this every single day and, like, duct tape a, like, note card to my forehead reminder of this. Because I'm like, oh, I'll write a sticky note and, like, have it be a reminder. But then it'll get, like, a book will get set on top Mm -hmm. of it. And I just, like, Things will, like, continue to happen, and life happens, and that's a whole analogy, but, like, Mm -hmm. thinking of, like, wow, like, what are the margins of just, like, my day and seasons of life that Mm. I just want, like, I desire to just, like, sit and, like, process the Mm. fullness of things, like, with God, like, on this side of heaven, because, like, Mm -hmm. all of that fullness is going to be fully revealed to us on the other side, literally walking through the pearly gates and, mm. like, streets of gold, like, there's just going to be, like, I, yeah, we just, like, spend so much time on this side of heaven, mm. like, not, almost, mm. like, neglecting the fullness of God. No, literally. Like- or the fullness of the gospel. I'm like, I need to process that, like, every day. Yes, preaching the gospel to ourselves every day. Like, I'll be wanting to serve God, quote-unquote, do things for God because of how his love just literally, like, wrecks me, that I don't deserve his love. But then amidst that, that can get twisted by Satan and, like, by my sin. 
of like doing all the things and serving God and like going out and doing ministry and making disciples that it's like I forget the why. Like I literally forget, okay, here I am going and serving because of the promise of heaven and like sharing about the promise of heaven because of Jesus and Jesus alone. But I'll be doing all those things, speaking on all those things and not even like sitting in awe and wonder of like, oh my gosh, this is the promise I get to receive. So it's like I just go through the motions. Like I get caught up in just going through the motions and that is not like at all the posture I want to be in. And that's not the posture that like Jesus just has more for us. Like he just loves us too much for that to be the posture that we're in. So if you're feeling that way, just really encourage you. One, you're not alone. We're so human. But like like take inventory and like give that to Jesus and have those margins in your day to sit with God like Sid talked about. He loves and delights in the fact that you want to serve him and like yeah. minister for him and share what he's doing in your life. Yeah. But it's But not out of religion. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. out of we're bound to it. But mm-hmm. we're set free in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that that time is pure and sweet and good and is full of fullness and has the power to like restore and refresh and mm. help us persevere because of him. Mm-hmm. And like our strength is not our own, it's his mm-hmm. strength working in and through us and even being able to like recognize how we are an encouragement to the people around us and how like we are called to be the light and the salt of the earth and to focus on the here and the now and not get caught up in all of the doing and the the future um kind of like posture of like oh well what about this season or this next year or even as we're like getting closer to the end of the semester it can be really easy to kind of get caught up in oh well what is my life gonna look like next or what is this situation gonna have or how is this going to, you know, play out or whatever that may be for you? I think that even just processing, like, the fullness of God, the fullness of the gospel, and how there are nuances every single day in our lives that point back to Jesus and what he did on the cross, and how can we continue to, like, discover more of God in the fullness instead of like our own Mm. human like ability like Mm -hmm. that that is only going to happen in and through the holy spirit like guiding us and that's why like felt so led to share the ask the holy spirit to provoke in me what you want god what you want to reveal to me and sit with it and feel the fullness of it like I was on a really sweet call this morning for my internship and a sweet friend that I was talking to brought up um, sitting at a park um, watching kids play while he was on a phone call um, and just ended, and this is um, just for a little context here. Mm -hmm. Um, This is my friend slash is like an amazing believer and follower of Christ would consider him like Holy Spirit guy. Um, his name is 
Mitch, and um, he is on staff with um, a nonprofit leadership organization called Ignite, and um, he was the staff member that I was um, just, like, learning from this summer, um, and essentially it was just, like, um, interning with Ignite, and so he was just leading all the things, and we do monthly group calls with all of the high school students that we spent time with on mm -hmm. the trip, and so we were doing a brainstorming session. Anyways, I'm oversharing now, but um, it was just like telling a story about sitting and watching kiddos play on a playground while he was on a phone call, and how it just like reminded me as he was like sharing the story of like childlike faith of like, mm -hmm. you see a little kid, like toddlers and little kiddos like process things real time. Like if they fall down, Tacey can attest to this mm -hmm. because of her niece, Kinley. Mm -hmm. Also, Tacey's like the, her and her sister Haley are the best aunties slash her nieces call them yayas because <laughs> that's what Kinley first said. Anyways, I am oversharing again, but. So Tacey can attest to this. Also, guys, this is just, like, so fun. Sorry, I just clapped in your ear. Um, I'm just really excited. Anyways, roll it back, Sydney. We're talking about childlike faith. Um, thinking about kids on the playground. Like, they process things real time. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, if they fall down and, like, get hurt or, like, something hurts their feelings, like, they're going to cry or, like, process the emotion, like, real time. They're not going to avoid. They're not mm -hmm. going to shove it down. They're not going to suppress. They're not going to, like, try to, like, make peace like in a situation they're gonna like kind of just like battle it out and mm -hmm. like bring reconciliation into that and then mm -hmm. like you see two little kids who like maybe had a little tuffle tussle like mm -hmm. over like a toy and then it's like kind of like high intensity for a minute and then it's like oh my gosh two seconds later they're off playing mm -hmm. with the toy together and it's like oh my gosh all these things that I'm just like reminded by the Lord and the Holy Spirit of like hey, like, just remember, like, I feel like this season has been so incredibly sweet to be pulled back into remembrance of God. Remembrance of, like, Jesus, especially, like, leading up to just, like, celebrating Easter, which we literally celebrate every single day, but um, just the specific, like, time in history and all that. Um, that entails and how we get to celebrate like the death resurrection and eternal life of Jesus like every single day mm -hmm. every single day like not just on Easter and I just I'm so thankful that like we have the opportunity like this is all Jesus and we Tacy and I like pray before every podcast that we would just get out of the way and that God would be so glorified and that um, the Holy Spirit would speak to you, each and every one of you listening, and that you would feel God's presence and that something would be revealed to you. And we just know that God has a word um, to deliver to every single one of you and the things that we're able to process um, as we just like talk through on these sweet sweet recordings is just like heavenly and it's a slice of heaven and I just like 
we just we take no credit for anything and um we just want to give it all to Jesus and give him all the praise and adoration and let it go up like incense to heaven and all of that with prayer and mm-hmm. all the things and I think I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> yeah, um well I'd love to pray out. Yeah. You wanna call? And I'd I'll love hang up? to. Amazing. Yeah, okay. you. Um hey God Lord we just praise you, God. Um, we just praise you for who you are, Jesus, Lord. We praise you that we get to celebrate you and just stand in awe and wonder and fear your name, not just on Easter, God, not in just the highs of life, but God, in every moment, Lord, because you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, God. Lord, we mm-hmm. praise you that that is true, God. Um, I just want to pray over everyone listening, God, wherever they are, whatever they're walking through, Jesus, Lord, you know them fully and you love them fully, God, and we praise you that that is true. God, I just pray that you would meet them where they're at, God, that you would just use this um, last episode, or just the episode we just recorded, God, to just minister to their heart, God, to set them free from a chain that needs to be broken in the name of Jesus, and um, yeah, God, that they would just get away with you, God, that they would just sense your voice just drawing them into your presence, God, because that is your heart and that is what what is true, God, and whatever is really noisy, um, in spite of that, God, we should just quiet it, Jesus, so that they may just um, get in your presence, God, get in your word, Lord, and um, really just be ministered to and set free, Jesus. God, we ask you to be our shepherd. God, we ask you um, to help us process the fullness um, of your faithfulness, God, the fullness of the gospel, God, the fullness of living life with you, Jesus. Would that just be abundant in all aspects of life, God? Um, Would there be uprooting, God? Would there be pruning, God? Would there be restoration, God? Would there be chains falling, God? Would there be... Just sound minds, God. Um, Lord, for your name, Jesus, would you be praised above it all, God? Because you reign above it all, God. We love you because we love you because we love you because we love you, God. Um, And that's exactly what you say to us, Jesus. Um, And we just want to echo that back to you um, with all that we are, God, and all that we have, Jesus. Would there be encouragement, um, God, in whoever is listening? Mm -hmm. Um, Would there be encouragement from your Holy Spirit in and through the rest of their week, God? Um, Wherever they are, God, you know exactly um, where you are meeting them, God. Um, God, would they commune with you, God? Would our hearts be postured to sit at the table that you prepare for us as kings and queens um sitting Mm. at the table that you have prepared for us jesus the feast um that you provide um in your providence in your provision god you are our portion you are our cup god would we remember the goodness of god um because all of you is good and all of you is love and we love you and we need you Jesus, and we praise you um, in these things, we pray. Um, It's in your name. Amen. Amen.
Yay. Wow. Well, we love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening for 55 minutes. And we hope you have a really sweet rest of your week. And we'll be back soon. Bye, honeybees. Thank you.